Are you ready to take lead in your life? Well, today's the day. Join us on Leadership to Wealth with your host, Neil D'Souza. Hey, welcome back to part two of the Leadership to Wealth podcast with my guest today, Gary Herbert. If you haven't heard part one of the interview, then please go back and check that out. Otherwise, let's continue. Those opportunities that uh, that are out there, what about, um, you know, back to just being a real estate investor, you, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just just being back in that world? Because you, yeah. you start off by talking about the value in the land. Yeah. Um, and and where, do, where do we stand now trying to balance these two forces? A force yeah. that's moving forward in a virtual world, online, and a, and a real physical world. Right. So are you talking about like, you know, is, is, uh, is it still going to be viable to invest in real estate or doing it virtually? Sure. Well, well, I mean, one of the questions I wanted to ask were some of the biggest mistakes that you've made um and and, but part of me is asking are those are those even going to be relevant going forward i i don't know where where does this all fit where do you see all well look real estate is always i would say is going to be a great option no matter what good times or bad times because people always need somewhere to live yeah right as long as you're buying smart and so a lot of the homes that we we've bought for ourselves and with our investors has always been under that half a million mark so if the real estate market slides, you know, the bigger homes, they're going to come down harder, but the homes that are under that half a mil mark, they're not going to drop that much, mm-hmm. right? But they will slide a bit, potentially. Number one. Number two, in regards to the virtual world, um, I've been helping my investors buy homes virtually back from like 2014, 2015, where I was doing FaceTime with them in the home. Yeah. And my investors were buying homes without even seeing them. Yeah. So I've, I've already been comfortable with this world. Yeah. And so you're going to see more of that. You're seeing now people doing open houses, virtual yeah. open houses, yeah. where people can now log in and watch the, the agent walk around the house and show it to them. Well, I got to stop you there for a second because part of me is thinking this could be a brilliant thing going forward because – you know, if for anyone that's ever sold a house and then had yeah. to have an open house where, you know, 50 people have traipsed through the house and you're right. wondering if you're missing any stuff, exactly. uh, towards having uh, virtual tours initially so that you cut down on the amount of physical people running through your house, that actually sounds really enticing to me. Right. And, and if you do it right, you know, you can now have a bunch of people ask you, uh, the agent, a bunch of questions about the property and everybody can listen to it and hear it at the same time, questions and answers. And, and, uh, and you get potentially more eyes on the home. Yeah. yeah. So again, right. And they don't even uh, have to you, drive out to the, to the spot and be there on time. They get to see right. it at their convenience. Then, then now all of a sudden now you can shoot across to Mississauga in no time. Yeah, because there's less cars in the road. Then eventually, in a couple of years, you're going to see AI um, take off. You know, um, with with automation, and again, you know, you're going to have people now not really having to even worry about driving, and that that's going to help with traffic. So you're going to see good things come out of this. I get it. It's 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 different. It's nerve wracking. 
everybody doesn't like change. It's hard to go through it. Yeah. But again, you can either you fight it and complain about it, or you go along and enjoy that there is, uh, you know, th there is a game being played, and and you have to just play it. Yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do? Just keel over and and call it quits? Yeah, fine. You can, and some people will. Unfortunately, you know, look at LCBO sales; they've gone up like what fifty or fifty-five percent. <laughs> it, it's funny how those guys always seem to do good. Uh, right. even, even better when. Uh, when everyone else is having a hard time. Right. See, look, this is, this is where, again, this is going to be the big difference between the weak-minded and the strong-minded. Yeah. LCBO is open. Listen, don't get me wrong, man. I, when I'm done this, I'm going to have a glass of wine. I, I enjoy having a drink. However, people will go extreme. Yeah. And, you know, some lives are going to be ruined. And what's open? LCBO, those fast food restaurants. So now, you know, you're talking about this virus that, uh, you know, uh, impacts or kills people that have weakened immune systems. What do you think those fast food joints are going to do to you? So now alcohol, fast food, um, poor mindset, broken body. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so you, this is where you have to be super strong. Yeah. You know, the more than ever, this is where the mindset is now going to really kick in. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I, and I, and listen, I went for a run today, even when I go for my runs now, you know, I, I rarely listen to music. I do from time to time, but I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to different people. I'm listening to people's insights. I'm listening to what people are thinking or saying or what's happening. And I'm just taking pieces and bits that, ah, that makes sense. Mm, okay. That's cool. All right. That's negative. And, and I look, and, and as much as I'm talking highly positive about where we're going, yeah. I'm also looking at the negative side. Because I also want to understand that side of the game as well, too. And we've had conversations about that as well. Because I don't, I need to know the whole entire game. Yeah. So that when something comes in, then I can, I, I'm not blindsided. And, uh, and I have some of these tough conversations, too, with my kids as well. Yeah. Where they understand everything. Because I don't ever want them to be unprepared. I want them to know that there's a game being played. And you got to just, you got to play it. Right? And have fun with it. So when, when, you're, um, when you're talking to and meeting investors or, you know, people that uh, come out to, uh, to your events, yeah. what are the things that you're talking to them and preparing them for on, this, on the mindset game, right? Yeah. How, are you, how are you talking? And I'm, I'm guessing that I, nobody's having events right now in person. Uh, are you still running events um, online? right now oh yeah absolutely yeah. now i've got one tomorrow uh, i have the city of peterborough we're going to be doing a talk on what's happening in peterborough how COVID 19 has impacted them what are they doing um to kind of keep things moving forward and uh and so i don't even know i think we got close to about 100 people on that tomorrow yeah. so we're still doing those events um so then how do you guide you know, those investors mentally you know through all through this right now it's just more education yeah and I'm just reaching out to as much as I can, getting my tentacles out there, letting people know who we are, what Smart Home Choice is about. I mean, I've probably done, I don't know, eight, nine podcasts over the last two to three weeks. Yeah. So I'm building, I'm building content. Yeah. I have my admin doing little small snippets for me and um, doing little bite-sized information. So I'm taking this opportunity, using it to my advantage so that I have tons of information that I can now give out over the course of the next two years. Like I, I've got enough video now that can last for the next year or two. 
Easily, eh, more than a year, at least two years. If I snip it up and cut it and do this and do that, yeah. So I'm 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 creating content, yeah, and I'm creating my brand, yeah. And so that now it's more. Look what I'm doing. Here's some information. Check out my podcast. Check out my events. Come to my webinar. And all this stuff right now is, is just free. I'm just building that up, yeah. Uh, so people know who I am. Yeah. And then when we kind of get back to some form of normalcy. I, I can already see that where people are starting to slowly reach out. Hey, cool. I just started listening to your stuff or, Hey, I like this or like that. That's, you got to take the time to view that. I also have, um, um, we hired a, a coaching company as well too. Okay. And at the time I could have said, man, bad timing. I'm spending all this money for coaching. Yeah. And it was for me and my team and, and we do it. And with Darlene as well too, but it's, it's great because now we're working on the back end piece. Okay. And now we're working on the scripts. Yeah. Now we're working on how to clean up the conversation that we're having when somebody new comes in, the funnel piece. Um, how do we like the, the you know to, to kind of get them from uh, they want to invest in real estate to being able to invest in real estate and where we've kind of um, let some of, uh, some of it kind of just fall through the cracks if if yeah. that makes sense. So we're cleaning and polishing up the back end piece, yeah. So that when we open our doors again when we bring the people in our back end piece is, is, is working properly through yeah. the campaigns and through the, through the advertising or whatever it may be. Yeah. So I'm not taking, listen, I was talking to somebody just, the other, uh, just today and I'm like, I am busier now than when I was open, but I'm not getting paid. <laughs> like, I am super busy yeah. and it's because I'm, I'm just getting ready for when yeah. the doors open again. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I can sit here and I can cry and I can complain. I'm not making any money and this or that, or I can take this opportunity knowing that all the energy that I'm putting into what I'm doing right now will eventually pay off in the future. Where did this guy come from? Cause there's no way that this guy came from just playing soccer. <laughs> like I did hands in so many different pots. Where did this guy really come from? What, what, built you into that because i mean i i know i'm i'm sure everyone you know if, that's listening they they got to hear that oh you listen to tapes on the way to work and back or audio and all this kind of stuff but how did this guy get home what what drives this this man gary hibbert <laughs> to have his hand in so many pots um if i had to say what it is i think i'm being driven by someone else okay. there are times where it just feels like as if um i'm like i'm doing it but it feels like i'm doing it call it god or god call it what you call it whatever you want to call it yeah. um but it just feels like there's something else that's bigger at play and so i wake up i'm like is this what you want me to do and then i just do it wow and i don't worry about the money aspect of it anymore i just i just do it yeah, you just do it, and then I, but I, but I always, it always, I feel like the money always just, just comes when it needs to come. Yeah, right. Because I don't have to, I don't have to do the podcast. I don't have to do the brokerage. I don't have to. I don't have to start deep pot. There's so many things I didn't have to do. Yeah, but uh, I feel like I have to. It's, it's a hard thing to describe. Yeah, and and but I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it because I hate going to bed and I love waking up. 
Yeah. So I think that's how you know that you're following your, your, your passion or what you're supposed to do. Yeah. That's, that's really interesting. Um, cause I, you know, I think everyone's got their, their motivations and, you know, mm-hmm. when people are listening they're they, they're going to have their own things that are motivating them and moving them. But, yeah. uh, but f- to have your hands in that many different places, it has to be something bigger than just a paycheck, right? Uh, yes, absolutely. You want to keep moving. When everybody else is sitting back right now and sitting at home, you know, maybe afraid or worried about their finances, and meanwhile, you know, you're uh, uh, you're really building. You're you're building right now while everyone else else is sitting around doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Watch, I am building. I am still waking. Yeah, I'm still waking up early, and I'm still going to bed late. And listen, but but I'm also still spending time with the family and yeah. going for my runs, and um, you know, cooking dinner, and so I'm yeah. doing all of that stuff as well. But it's not like as if I'm like, oh my god, here goes another day, and when are they going to get us out of lockdown? And you know, I, yeah, maybe I think the first little while I was kind of like that, but now I'm just like, okay, this, it is what it is, yeah. and uh, this could go to September. And if it does yeah. go to September, then I might as well enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> right? I could sit here and kick and cry and complain, and the government's only given 2000 and uh CERB, and uh, they're only giving 75% on the tax payroll. And they're, yeah, I guess I can cry and complain and all that yeah. stuff. I can. Like, you yeah. know, I hear so many other people doing it. Or I can say, okay, well... You know, buckle up, Dorothy, because Kansas has gone bye-bye. <laughs> okay, so um, saying that the world plans on, uh, that it plans to continue to spin, mm-hmm. what are some of the biggest uh, mistakes that you've made in real estate and that you've been able to learn from and that uh, you try to teach people to, to watch out for? What are some of the things? Um, trying to do it on your own. Mm. Not not having a team, I think that's probably the the biggest mistakes I made in the beginning with the first two properties that I purchased, and um, I almost wanted to quit. Yeah, I pretty much almost did quit because I was like, okay, now I know why people don't get into real estate. Yeah, you know, I didn't I didn't have a team. What I didn't have the you bought you bought a property. So the first one wasn't too bad. It yeah. was the second one. Yeah, and the second one was in Scarborough. I wish I'd have kept that one. I should have kept it. It was like a detached home. I think we picked it up for like three forty or something like that. Okay, and um, we we put, so we put a tenant upstairs. Yeah, um, and uh, and it was a partner of my or my my brother in law, and then we put a tenant downstairs. I said, yeah, don't worry, I'll, I'll advertise. And so I advertise, and some guy shows up, and he goes, hey, look, you know what? Uh, I'll rent the basement. I think we're asking nine. He goes, look, I'll, 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 how about seven hundred, and I'll and I'll do the maintenance around the home and stuff. I'm like, yeah, sure. So he gives me seven hundred cash, and uh, they never even gives me like last month's rent. Then every time I go to collect a rent, he's like, no, 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 rent's not seven hundred, rent's like five hundred because I fixed this and I fixed that, and, and so this went on for like months. And he's smoking in the house. He's like this, this older guy, and it was just a pain. It was such a pain. And then I remember. Um, we got the water bill because we were paying for the utilities and um, the water bill was like 900 bucks for like two months. I'm like, why is it so expensive? And we get there and the tenants upstairs was, yeah, 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 the, the faucet was leaking. It's been leaking for the last like three months. You don't want to call and tell nobody. 
you know? And so it was just headaches after headaches after headaches. And the guy said he was going to cut the lawn and he, and he wouldn't. And then we had to go there and cut it and we had to do the snow removal. And, and so there were just so many mistakes that we made with that one. Yeah. And, um, and meanwhile, you got to Right. And then, so we ended up selling it and I think we maybe walked away with a $2,000 or whatever. And we only had it for about a year and a bit after the real estate fees and this and that. And, um, but it was a great lesson. It could have been a lesson that was worse. It could have cost us money, but, uh, you know what? It probably did because we did spend money in there as well too. But it, that then made me realize that I, I can't do this on my own and I have to find uh, either a mentor or um, a real estate investing company that's doing this that can teach me how to do this properly. Yeah. And, uh, and that's what I did. And then I understood the, the importance of team. And then that's when now I built Smart Home Choice and I, I got the best um, people surrounding me right now that uh, where I don't need to figure out whether I should incorporate or not. My accountant says, now you need to incorporate. Okay, high level, cool. Okay, I don't really get it, but thanks, I trust you. Yeah. And so now I just have all the experts doing what they're supposed to around me yeah. to help build me up so that I can focus on what I'm good at. Yeah. Right, because I can't do it all. So I just focus on what I'm good at. Yeah. And, and where, what do you see as your uh, unique skill to your success? What's that that you're good at? Um, I would say the, uh, the dream, the vision, um, making people believe in me. I think, I think that's what, uh, what, my, what my skill is, mm-hmm. you know, um, because I'll always put my, my foot first and I'll never tell anybody, well, you try it. I think that's a good idea. You go first. I'll yeah. always do it first uh, and then bring them along with me mm-hmm. if they so choose to. Right. Right. Like I'm not scared to, to make the mistakes, you know, even with the, uh, when we started off with that exclusive call, when this whole COVID-19, we were, I think one, probably one of the first ones to kind of just get out there and say what we thought was happening and what to do, whether we were right or we were wrong. I just wanted people to know that we weren't scared to make the mistakes. Right. 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 I'm comfortable. In, I'm comfortable in that space. Yeah. Right. But then if I do, I'll come back and I'll own up to it. Like, I'm not going to say, well, I, you know, you, you know what I meant and I, you, you should have known better, you know, I say, yeah, you know, I was wrong there and I should have done this or you should have done that. And, yeah. uh, and, and I think that's what people want, just honesty and, and people want people that, uh, that can kind of lead them through difficult times. Yeah. Right? It, and I, again, look, and, and sometimes I don't, sometimes I don't even know if I'm a leader myself. There's times I struggle with it as well. You know, because I remember in the beginning when people were like, you're a leader, you should do it. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like, because a lot of times you don't want to. Yeah. A lot of times you're like, you got this, you know, um, the, the pressure of the world on you. Even going through this is tough. Yeah. Like, my God, like, oh, you know, we have these investors and are we saying the right things? And am I the right person to do this and to lead and to, and, uh, and then you just, you, you suck it up and you're like, just do it. Just do it. Is, is a <laughs> leader know? allowed to uh, say that they're that they're not sure or that they're uh, you know a little intrepid? I think so. I, I yeah. And look, man, we're all human. Yeah. And so you know we're all human. We all breathe the same oxygen. We all have the same type of blood for the most part. And we all have fears. And, yeah. and we all make mistakes. Yeah. And we all have great moments. And yeah. so then 
for somebody not to believe that a leader can't doubt himself from time to time. Yeah. You know, but at the time when I'm leading, I don't doubt myself. Yeah. Right. But, you know, in hindsight, or if I'm talking about it on podcast, I don't mind sharing my vulnerabilities. Yeah. You know, I don't, I'm not, I don't mind sharing that, um, you know, I, 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 I kind of, you know, stopped exercising for a bit because the people need to know that you're, that you're human. Yeah. I am human. I'm not, I'm, I'm not special. You know, I just do uh, special things. Yeah. From time <laughs> to time. <laughs> well, I, I think it's important because I think a lot of people think that you have to be something special to right. be able to be an investor, to be in business, to be an entrepreneur, to be a podcaster. I mean, let's be honest. Most people would be happy if they're any one of those things, um, mm -hmm. you know, that, and you're doing a whole handful of them. Um, but people would be happy to do any one of those things. And, and that in and of itself would be scary for most people. And, you know, there's so much in this world where we, everyone feels like they've got to look perfect, right? They've got to do it just right. Otherwise, you know, uh, people won't want to follow them. And I, I think that's a lot of what we've grown up with, what we've been taught that you've got to be that way. And so a lot of what you're saying kind of flies in the face of that. Um, yeah, that you're allowed was, to, that you're allowed to be unsure. For sure, right? And look, um, there was this one quote. I mean, and I, I can't remember exactly how it goes, but something along the lines of, you know, when I slide into my grave, I want to be my body tattered and torn up and bruised, and say, "Whoa, what a ride!" And I don't <laughs> remember who, who, what, where, who said it or where it came from. And I know I'm kind of butchering it up a bit. But that's essentially the essence of life, man, is to go through it and have fun and, um, and, and, and not worry about perfection, but just uh, trying to be a better version of the person that you were yesterday. But also knowing that you're going to have flaws and you're going to make mistakes, but own up to it and keep pushing forward. Yeah. That's wow. it. Just keep pushing forward. That, that, is, that is good stuff. Um, that is good stuff. And, and I'm, I'm just I'm allowing myself to kind of be present to the, the immensity of what you're saying because I'm thinking, wow, th these are things that, man, I wish I had heard when I was younger even, right? Mm -hmm. Like so many times when you've questioned yourself in this journey, and I've got to say personally that I, a lot of my learning has come, quite frankly, because I'm a parent. And you've had to learn in different situations and you've had to grow because right. anyone who's tried to be a parent and not grow at all knows that that's a losing battle. Right. So exactly. uh, as an individual, you have to keep growing. And, uh, and so, but I'm thinking, man, these are some powerful uh, life lessons, right? I think when you stop growing, you start dying. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you should always yeah. be pushing yourself and challenging yourself. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I I enjoy it. I look forward to the challenges. So so from all your experience, what's that? What would you say is the most valuable uh, advice that you would give someone starting out on the investing journey? The best advice, best life advice, or investing advice? I, I don't know. Someone someone comes up to you, right? Because 
you're a celebrity now. And so people mm-hmm. come up to you and they're like, I'm in, I want to start investing. And what do you, what kind of best advice, best advice. I think this, this quote stays with me from Jim Rohn. Um, help as many people get what they want and you can have every and anything you want. Right. That was one. The other one was make a goal to become a millionaire, not for the money, but for the person you will become to achieve it. And And see, these are quotes that I've heard and repeated so many times that it feels as if I said them. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, but it, but it, those were from Jim Rohn. And so those two stuck with me throughout this whole entire journey. Yeah. That one, when I first heard that one, I didn't even really understand it properly. Yeah. It took a while to sink in for whatever weird reason. I think maybe my mind wasn't open yet. Yeah. But once I understood it, I was like, oh, it's not the money. Yeah. It's the person that you become to achieve it. Yeah. That is probably, I think, one of the best advice that I can give somebody that's listening. Yeah. Wow. That, that, is, uh, that is really powerful. It's really relevant to me, too, because, interestingly, I've, I've never been uh, an individual to – I know that lots of people like to put pictures of cars up on the wall and, and these kind of mm-hmm. things. And I like cars. Uh, you know, I like driving in a nice car. Yeah, don't get yeah. me wrong. You, you know, you know my baby that's sitting out in the driveway. But yeah. um, but I know some people are really motivated by these things, and and even putting a number, right? And a lot of people talk about the importance of putting a number, and I never understood it until recently, um, realizing the value of who I had to become. I will have to become to right. to reach that number. And right. Exactly. And that number is, in effect, meaningless in and of itself, right? Because what what good is having a pile of paper? But rather, who you get to be, who you get to become. To, That's it. To That's it. That, right? that that is the fun part of it. Yeah. That was, and and so when I'm sitting down and, and I'm talking to, hmm? yeah, fun, it is fun and scary, for sure. And so when I'm sitting down with a new investor. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, especially if I can see that they've got potential yeah. and I say, man, I wish I was where you are right now. And they're like, what do you mean? I want to be where you are. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand because I can see your potential and I can see that you're going to have an incredible journey. See, it's not the destination. Destination is death. Yeah. It's the journey. That's the most enjoyable part of life. It's the journey. And so when I look back from 35 to 45, I mean, man, like, you know how many times I wanted to close down Smart Home Choice? I can't even tell you. Yeah. So many times because of the, the pain and because of the things weren't going right and because we didn't get as many members as we wanted because, you know, we thought we're going to have, you know, 50 people show up and five people showed up and because like all these things where... You know, they weren't happening the way we thought they were going to happen. It's like, we've been in for so long. Why is this still screwing up? Mm-hmm. Why have we not learned yet? Mm-hmm. And so there's lots of times like, you know what? Maybe I'm just not built for this. Maybe I'm not cut out for this. Mm-hmm. So lots of times, lots of times. And so then you just got to wake up and you're like, all right, that was yesterday. That's the past. And now let's move forward. And you push forward. You wow. push forward. That really is a, a skill for 
for the entrepreneur, for the investor, being able to put things in the past and move forward. That's all you can do. Yeah. I mean, even when I did some of my, my earlier podcasts, you know, man, sometimes I was super nervous. Yeah. You know, if I, especially if I had like a, a guest that I, that I looked up to or I respected. I mean, look, there's times even too when I was doing presentations, I'd be up there and I'd fumble up in my words and make a complete fool of myself or yeah. sweat or just, just a mess, just a mess. And I get off stage and I'm like, I am never doing this again. Never, yeah. <laughs> never. Yeah. You come home like, darn, I am not, I'm done with public speaking. I am not cut out for this. I'm horrific. And I think, here's where I think some people make the mistake is that the, people say, you know, follow your passion, follow your passion. And that, so do you think that your passion is supposed to be easy? And I don't think so. I think, I think your gifts are, are, are buried and you have to chisel and get to it to really bring your gift up. To yeah. show how much work was involved to get to where you got to. That's where your gift is. Because I feel now that I'm growing slowly into my gift of, like, I, I do enjoy the public speaking now. I'm getting there. I'm getting better at it. I do enjoy the podcast. I do enjoy crafting that skill because I feel that I'm getting better. At it. Even when I do my intros, like, you know, before I had to type it all out and try and now I just, I just, I just, whatever comes to mind, I just, I just, I, just, I speak it. I just talk yeah. I just, and, and just, it's just, it, it's just a flow and I enjoy it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and it's, it's just, um, the gift that it was not easy. That was not my passion. Yeah. But now I feel as if it was like, because I had to chisel it out of me. If yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Makes sense. <laughs> I, yeah, because uh, if it, if it was easy, then it would be, life's not supposed to be easy. I mean, you know, can you call a touchdown a touchdown if you don't have to go through the linebackers? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, if, yeah if there yeah. was no one that you had to get by, yeah. I mean. Uh, you can't call it a touchdown. Ball because, yeah, exactly. You know. Exactly. And that's, that's what uh, I think the journey and, and victory is all about is, you know, going through those challenges and the hard times. Yeah. It, it, that's really interesting to me because – you know, for a long time in my investing journey, in my business and entrepreneurship journey, I always thought I had to become this person. I had to be this person. And I was always trying to, uh, I was always trying to be something. And somewhere along the lines, I would say in the last couple of years even, I realized it was a lot more about there, there is me. I'm already I'm already there. I just needed to remove. So this idea of chiseling away, this idea mm. of sculpting, I realized that I'm called into these things, right? Like I, I heard, um, I heard uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. Yeah. He actually yeah, yeah, yeah. talked about whenever someone comes up to him and asks him if they should write a book, yeah. he always says, if you have to ask me, you shouldn't. You shouldn't do right. it. And, yeah. uh, and, I, it made me think, you know what, if, you, if someone has to convince you to do some of these things, you probably shouldn't do it. Yeah. But, but in the meantime, if this is who you are, then you're going to naturally go down that road and you're gonna, you just need to move some of the, the stuff in your way, right? And, yeah. And, and, but you brought up a good point. I mean, look, I, I, life, I think I wrote it today in actually one of my posts, but it's, it's, you know, it's, just, it's not a switch. It's a dial. 
So people yeah. think like, okay, now I'm on. Okay, now okay, and now I'm presentable, and now I, I'm going to do it. And then, but it's not. It's not a switch. It's just a dial. Yeah. Just turn it up every little day, every little bit. Yeah. Just dial it in. Dial it in. Right. And if you can just do a little bit better that you did yesterday, that's that's all you. Need. Even half a percent, quarter percent doesn't matter. Yeah. At least you're moving in the right direction. Wow. Okay. So uh, I can. I can totally go with that because it's how I started this podcast. And this is why I had you on in the first place on my episode number one, um, because you inspired me to, uh, to do a podcast between you and Gary V. Uh, I realized, okay, uh, let, let's go ahead and do this. And so I wanted you on, but um, podcasting, um, you know, where, what, what got you down that road and where do you see that taking you? Um, I decided to go down the road of podcasting because I felt like as if I had uh, a story to tell. Okay. And, um, and, and, I, and I thought I could kind of share some of my story along the way through the podcast while interviewing people and taking bits of information from other people and learning from them what I liked and what I didn't like. And then people can really get to know who I am better through, um, I think, um, an avenue that a lot of people are now starting to really tune into. Mm -hmm. um, and so it, it shares, you know, whether it's my intro in the beginning, talking about whatever is happening in my life or about my guest or uh, something that's, you know, I'm trying to do in the future, mm -hmm. um, while, or while I'm doing an interview with somebody and sharing my story along the way as well, too. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I thought that was the best way of doing it because I thought about writing another book. I don't know if I'm going to or not. I just don't find that a lot of people want to read anymore, even though, I mean, I got lots of books up here and I think I've probably only read maybe 20, 30% of them. I know I'm supposed to read more. I, I just don't. And so, but I do know when I do read, I do retain the information, mm -hmm. but I just find that I'm on the road a lot. Um, and, and I find that I really love the audio. So I like listening to other people's stories. I get to know who they are. Mm -hmm. And I find that uh, if I'm able to share my story through my podcast, people will get to know who I am as well. That is interesting. Um, I mean, I, I, sorry, everything that you're saying, obviously I'm relating back to myself and thinking about, uh, how it's impacted me and and I, I found that um, for this aspect of podcasting it's it's just another barrier to be able to break through um, oh. you know and uh, and being listening to you talk about being able to share your story is a powerful thing right because there are so many people that you can impact that you would never have imagined if you right. if you didn't do that and and you know this was this was something that struck me and the reason for me even wanting to to get into podcasting as well once upon a time you know before the internet back in those days um you know there was no way to ever connect with people in other places and now we have this opportunity we've got this medium where you're able to interact with I mean, we're doing a Zoom call right now in the middle of a pandemic. Right. And, you know, yeah. ex exchanging information, learning and growing. And people get to sit in on this conversation. People get yeah. to sit, listen, learn themselves for free. 
Right. They get it's, the informa- it's the information right. age. That's right. Mm-hmm. And it just, it just uh, blows my mind at that opportunity. And so quite frankly, for me, it's, I want to interview guys like yourself and, and other people. I want to go down this journey because, hey, how else do you get the opportunity to be able to sit at the feet of great minds and learn, you know, because you can go to the bathroom and look in the mirror and talk to yourself and hear yourself all you want, but you're not going right. to learn anything further, right? It's when you mm-hmm. introduce yourself to new thoughts and new ideas and the stories, the journey that other people have gone through that really helps you to grow. Absolutely. Yeah. This is, I, I think this is the age of enlightenment. Yeah. You know, uh, but I mean, I'll find out because I've, I've got somebody that I'm trying to bring on my podcast that understands the moon and the sun and the planets and all that. So I'll find out. It feels like I, but I honestly, I, I think that this can be a time of enlightenment. Yeah. This is a time where if people are ready to, to rise up and uh, get the information, because listen, it's, it's a highway. It's tons of tons of information out there Com- compared to like when we were kids in schools yeah. and we had to dig for that information in encyclopedias. Yeah. To where it is now it's yeah. at your fingertip you got alexa you got uh, anything in siri you've got everything at your fingertips yeah uh, and so then you see that you embrace it or you um or you fight it yeah and so there's no point in fighting it yeah because then if you too f- much of a, a tangent on this one i'm actually a little concerned for quite frankly the school systems because of what you just said once upon a time you know, the teachers were the holders of the information. And now there's so much information out there that, uh, and we're in the middle of the crisis that we're in and students are learning online. And I'm wondering if we won't see a change even in perhaps in the way that uh, our kids are taught and the school systems, you know, as opposed to having them go and sit in uh you know, in, in the schools for all that time. Are we seeing a potential shift here in the school systems? <clears throat> I think it's possible. Again, if you got more people now working from home, you got more people maybe potentially not spending that much more on, on, on gas or, um, you know, maybe the, the somebody might decide whether the father or mother, maybe you don't need both people working. Maybe you start doing some homeschooling instead. Yeah. That, you may see a shift there to maybe potentially that. Um, but I think you're going to see a combination of both. I think you're going to conversation of seeing, you know, obviously kids going back to school, but maybe even some saying, look, I'd rather you just do it online. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting to see, but I definitely know that there's going to be a shift. I mean, you know, I got a property that's closing uh, in a couple of days. And uh, I remember when I closed it last year my, and I was like, why can't you guys, why can't I just do this from home? He goes, oh, we're not allowed to. And, you know, show me all the yeah. regulations doing it now from home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I guarantee yeah. that's not going to be backed out. Yeah. Right. All I got to do now is sign some papers and show it to them. And they take a picture of me and next page and take another picture of me. Yeah. That there's no need to unroll that. Right. Right. So you're going to see hundreds and thousands of new ways to do business. Right. Right. It's right across the board. Right. Which will, I'm sure have its own issues, but you know, uh, Every, you know, everything's always going to have issues and any type yeah. of new innovations issues is going to yeah. be, you know, um, criminals out there and trying to do this and trying <laughs> yeah. to do that. But again, that, that will come with, that comes with the territory. Yeah. 
Okay, so so Gary, what you know, what what's next for you now? What's next for you now from from here? Where are you going? Oh man, um, that's a good question. I mean, I know you're not going uh, uh, to have another event outdoors for a little bit. You're staying yeah. out of the parks, um, just like uh, Trudeau is asking us to. But uh, right, you're doing some physical distancing. But but where um, where are you going? Where's the business going? Where are your investors going? What's the what's the next thing? What's the move? I think the next thing for me is to I'm really enjoying the podcast because now I'm doing it more often. I like that part of it a lot. Yeah. Um, if I can do more of that, I would love it. Yeah. Um, growing smart home choice. I I still think that real estate investing is the probably the best and safest choice for many investors if done properly and correctly. Yeah. Um, helping to grow the brokerage. So training the realtors uh, so that they understand the importance of real estate investing. Mm. Then they can then turn around and either bring their clients in or train their clients on the importance of real estate investing. Mm. It's not for them to have eight, 10, 30, 50 homes, just even just one, just one can change somebody's life. That's it. Yeah. Right. And so at least now they have that that safety net that um you know it's 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 sad to kind of see what's happening in in the stock market where now in the next two years i can't remember how many baby boomers are supposed to um i think it's like two i can't remember what it is there's a large number Mm -hmm. and now their nest egg has been wiped out potentially where now you're seeing that transfer of wealth and that transfer, which is sad now, is going to be the bailout for the large corporations. Yeah. And if they maybe just had one investment property, potentially, yeah. they could at least had some type of a safety net. Yeah. You know, so that's the sad part. And so I want to continue to teach people on the importance of that, yeah. the importance of owning land. Um, you know, and if you look at words, I'd like to pay attention to what words are like, you know, landlords. And I think there's a reason why they call them landlords. Like they were lords of the land. Yeah. And if you're, uh, you know, and, and so if you can own land, God's not making any more of it. It's kind of like gold. It's whatever there is, is that's yeah. it. That's it. So yeah. claim your piece of land. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's interesting. I was just going to, I was just thinking, so where it is, and you mentioned about gold, so where does gold and precious metals sit in, in amongst this? I, I know that, we, yeah. you know, people talking about you need land, you need some sort of safe haven at this point in time. Yeah. Gold is, metals, um, in your thoughts. Good. I think gold is, uh, I mean, look, we, we know that it's, um, the one form of money that's, uh, survived throughout history. Go back to the Roman empire time. You know, I was talking to a good friend of mine, Stefan Arnio, and, uh, and, and pretty much gold has never changed in value. Mm-hmm. So back in Roman Empire, you know, an ounce of gold could buy you, a, you know, a toga, uh, a pair of sandals, and a haircut for one ounce of gold. Then you go to, I think it was around the 70s, how much was gold back then? 300 or $400, I think, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And so back then, it can buy you a, a nice suit, uh, a nice pair of shoes, and a haircut. Yeah. And now gold is what sixteen hundred dollars an ounce. Yeah. yeah, it'll get you a nice suit from Harry Rosen and uh, a nice yeah. pair of shoes and a haircut. Yeah. So gold has never changed in value, but now if you talk about gold today, 
should you buy gold or should you buy silver? That is more of an insurance play. That is if you think that the currency is going to die. Mm-hmm. And now you're starting to get into currency wars. Mm-hmm. And so then now if you see gold start to take off and, and I think eventually, I don't, I hope it's not this time, but I think eventually you will see the price of gold and the Dow eventually meet. That's when you know that there's, there's something wrong with the currency and that there may be a new currency coming in. Yeah. But it's just an, it's an assurance play. And so then eventually you'll have to get out of gold and silver. Um, and then they'll probably usher in some type of a new currency or whatever it may be. But I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, uh, I don't understand that uh, to a T. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I feel comfortable and, and, and confident in real estate, I'm probably just going to kind of stay in this market for now. But yeah. if I see something really crazy going on, I may shift into, into gold. Yeah. Um, and I also have, but I do have silver as well too. Yeah. Um, and so I do own that because I think that, uh, you know, silver has been really cheap for a long time. I think eventually it will take off. Yeah. But again, it's an insurance play. And when it does take off, uh, eventually I'll cash in on that and, yeah. uh, and, yeah. uh, and go from there. Right. But it's not something that it's not a long term. At least I don't think yeah. so. I don't think it's a long term play. It's, it's more like, a okay, here it's taken off now. Or sorry, I'm an insurance play. That's really yeah. what it is. I, I think that's a good way to put it because it's not a, uh, it's not an investment player, right? When when we're talking right. about investing in real estate and that you're right. investing with the intention of making money that way, when you're putting money into precious metals, you're really looking at it from the standpoint of making sure that your money holds value, right? Exactly. And, and in exactly. those situations, that, which is why, you know, it's not taxed the same as uh, as other investments are. Um, okay, so so Gary, we we've gone a long way, and and uh, I know there's so many other places that we could go with with this conversation, but I want to ask you one final question, okay? Because um, I I know you know obviously you've got a, a you've got a realty brokerage there, and um, and I know that there's going to be a lot of different people that are going to listen whether be realtors or investors, the, those are going to be your main audience, people that, that listen in. Um, so the, the question I've got is, if you had to start over, knowing what you know now, and the bills need to be paid in 30 days, what do you do? So, so starting all over again, yep. knowing what I know now, yep. and, and the bills have to be paid in 30 days. Yeah, they've got to be paid in 30 days. So I, I say that because, you know, we always come across, um, I, I mean, you've probably met a realtor that, you know, they've, they've been working and they're, they're trying to figure out how to make sales or mm-hmm. how to, you know, how to do this. And they're having a difficult time. And I want to make sure that we add value, right. For, for different people that listen in. And I'm just thinking, well, how do how would you get started over again whether it be as a realtor or as an investor if you had to get started over again what would you do right yeah. now you know what i mean look if the bills so yeah so kind of saying that i know what i know right now yeah and uh but i'm back to maybe working at td bank and I, and i've got 30 days to pay my bills yeah or you've you got all this left, knowledge you just right. left td bank maybe and yeah. you know now you're like okay uh, what do I do now? 
maybe we'll you also have your your realtor's license yeah um i would i would have to borrow money attract money yeah i would i would figure out whatever it is that i had to do but i wouldn't sit around crying complain and bitch about it yeah right that's that, that's what i would have to do yeah. Because I mean, look, I don't. Thirty days is enough time for me to go and get an asset and 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 create that long term wealth. Yeah. So then now I've got to be able to, to borrow that um, to have somebody believe in me that I can pay it back. That's all you can do at this point in time. I mean, I don't know what else you really could do. You yeah. know. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's, it's a good question. It's a tough question. <laughs> All right, but that's all you can do. You got to pay those bills, and you got to you got to be able to f find out how to get it somehow. Yeah. Right. Whether whether it's hard money lending, whether it's you get a second mortgage, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I think the problem is, though, again, with the second mortgage, and then as soon as that happens, then educate myself. Well, no, I'm already educated. Right. So then now I know right. that I can I can now get somebody to buy an investment property and slowly build that that wealth and then right. pay that money off. Right. So that's what I would do. Yeah. Well, I guess you, beg, you, beg, borrow, but not steal. Beg, borrow, not, but not steal. <laughs> Although I'm sure sometimes <laughs> it must feel like stealing uh, because it comes so easily. So, uh, you know, but anyways, okay. Well, that's great. Gary, thank you so much uh, for taking the time. Um, you know, definitely oh, no problem. so many other areas and we'll definitely have to have you back to talk about some of those other areas because I know that we didn't even get into a good conspiracy theory and uh, mm. we could go for two <laughs> hours just on that alone. So uh, yeah. we'll save that for another time. No problem. I love the conspiracy theories. I find yeah. them very interesting. I would say though, you know, probably 80, 90% of it, I don't believe, but it's still, again, it's that whole picture. I just want yeah. to know it all. So yeah. That, uh, because look, a conspiracy theory is only a conspiracy theory until it happens. Right. Right. <laughs> well, right. Well, I and don't and there's lots that have happened. I don't know if you heard um, Michael Burry, the uh, uh, from the the Big Short, uh, yep. the, the movie, and uh, yep. the guy who who bet against the you know the housing crisis. Yep. And, and yep. he actually just recently um, started tweeting because which no one knew because he didn't have a verified uh, Twitter account or anything like that. He just yep. started tweeting. What's he saying? Started asking the question on whether it was legitimate well he challenged the legitimacy of um all these measures that we're doing and, and crashing the economy in the process so no listen there's, there's another very agenda. high profile individual to come out there's a there's another agenda uh, you know there is it's not just only the uh, the coronavirus and, and look and i'm not trying to downplay it i know that people are dying from it i 100 yeah. get yeah. that I don't, I think one person dying is too many, whether it be right. from coronavirus, Absolutely. whether it be from a car accident, whether it be from influenza, whether it be from malpractice. Yeah. However, it's not enough to shut down and destroy the economy when there's so many more billions of people that are not going to be impacted by it that could continue to keep working. But, yeah. you know, look, that's a tough conversation to have. Yeah, you know, um, and, and so I get it, and uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna abide and listen to what the government's saying because yeah. they obviously have um, they know what they're maybe doing, and yeah. so that's it. I'm gonna be a good citizen. I'm gonna play by the rules, but.
but I'm also gonna know what to do while I'm in here and uh, and, and and win the game and not not cry and bitch about it. Yeah. Well, I, I think in the context of our conversation, this is this is just another part of life that mm-hmm. uh, it's unfortunate. And um, you know, my my wife's a nurse, and so she's on the front lines. And there's a lot of people that are on the front lines, and we obviously appreciate what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but the reality is, is that throughout our lives, there's always going to be things that come in the way, right? There's always going to be things that affect us. You know, that's why they even say have an emergency fund and no one could have predicted something of this magnitude, but um, at some point this too shall pass. And so I think, you you know, everything that you've shared in, in light of that, everything that you've shared is going to be just as beneficial um, if not more so on the other side of this, because there, and, and I asked that last question because there, I think there are going to be a lot of people that come out of this and they may be laid off. They may ha- have to look for other options. And sure. 30, 60 days may be all that they have to, to figure that out and make things happen. And, um, you know, and to not have to resign themselves to, okay, I've got to just get this job here and then that's it. And you right. know, instead they can, because I think you're still an agent of hope in all of this. There's still Absolutely. opportunities going forward. Absolutely. Just listen, don't cry, don't whine, don't be a baby about this. I know it's going to suck. And you can say, well, Gary, well, it's easy for you to say, well, guess yeah. what, man? My whole business has completely stopped. Yeah. Done. Er, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. My guys aren't out selling any real estate. I'm not out selling any real estate. I still have an admin on payroll. Done. It's finished. So I get it. I understand the, the, the pain that a lot of people are going through. Right. Either you cry and you, and you say this is unfair and then you go to the liquor store and you, and you drink your miseries away or you wake up early and you figure out how Zoom works and you figure out what you can do while you're home or build a new business or something. It doesn't matter. It's just something, right? Um, man up, woman up. Just do something. And take control of your life. Don't let the government control you. Don't let fear control you. Don't. That's my message. That's gold right there. That's gold right there. Well, Gary, thank you very much for uh, coming on. Being the first guest, you're number one. You'll always be number one. I appreciate that, Neil. Thank you very much for having me on the show. I sincerely appreciate it. I think your show is going to be a hit. Um, I think you're, I'm looking forward to listening to you know the other guests that you're going to have on here, and I'm looking forward to coming back again. So thank you. I appreciate well, it. Well, there's always lot. going to be more to come. All right. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Gary. Thanks All right. No problem, Neil. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the Leadership to Wealth podcast. We've got much more coming up in the weeks ahead. But I want to ask that if you can take the time to give us some feedback, we really appreciate it. Really means a lot to me. And uh, if you just take just a couple of seconds, it really does mean the world. And don't forget to like and follow. We'll see you guys next time here on Leadership to Wealth.